Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One is Mark and John's the other. They love the holidays and the presents. It's two queens, it's two queens. Welcome to Two O Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who's joining us. Why wouldn't you be? She's an actor and comedian. Where do you know her from? Where don't you know her from? You know her from The Wrong Missy, the podcast Wild Horses, Newcomers, Freedom, Lab Time, and with special guest Lauren Lapkus. It's Lauren Lapkus. Hi. Lauren, you made it. I, I made it. <laughs> to your couch. I made it here. I ha- you know, and I've been here for many hours. <laughs> you know, uh, we all. An actor prepares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for you guys to show up in the Zoom room. I just was staring at nothing for like hours oh. and hours and hours. That's oh. a huge waste of time. But maybe it's like a time to contemplate. Is that any different than what Headspace is offering these days? I That's say what no. I'm trying no. to say. And it's free. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's the holidays. We're in the middle of our holidays jubilee 2020, which is where we're watching a bunch of Christmas movies. Do you have any like holiday viewing habits? Like, are there things you go to every year yes. or do you like go on? Let's hear. No, I have a bunch of them. I, every year I watch the movie that we're talking about today. Okay. And Save I, it. I'm not going to reveal what Shut it up. is. And nobody read the description. They don't know yet. <laughs> Um, I will, I watch, um, the Grinch, the original cartoon Grinch. Right. Yeah. Of course. I, my family listens to the audio of the Polar Express as read by William Hurt. Oh, interesting. okay. That's a tradition from my childhood. And you guys then, all like sit around and listen to it? What, yeah. Are you doing anything while it's on? Um, no, we have our eyes closed. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> so it's, it's like short. It's a children's book I've read aloud. I it's see. A movie. Gotcha. Um, it's like probably twenty minutes. And then, um, what else do I watch? Though I watch, I, I rewatch like every Christmas movie at Home Alone every year. Home Alone two, you know, 
those classics. I'm, I'm down for anything with a, with a little bit of Jingle Bells. I even started watching this year some interesting Netflix fare. Um, oh, yeah. They have Midnight at the Magnolia, which I just started watching, which was fascinating. Shot in Canada for sure, but supposed fascinating to is the word. <laughs> I get so frustrated by movies that are shot in Canada and claiming to be other cities. Like, just be just in be Canada. Canada. Why can't this? Yeah, just be in Canada? Christmas happens in Canada, as far as I know. Yes, mm-hmm. but those are my mains. I would say um, Home Alone, Midnight at the Magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God is Midnight at the Magnolia. Every Not year. Christmas till that happens. <laughs> Um, there are a bunch more, but I can't think of more right now. But I'm sure. Well, we get a third uh, Princess Switch movie this year. The Vanessa Hudgens ones on Netflix. Oh my God! Yes, that's a yes. trilogy now. Oh wow! What did I see? The second Princess Switch. I definitely saw the first one. They go down. Re- I like the Netflix. I like all the like Hallmark ones, and I like the Netflix ones have a little bit more like sheen to everything. They look a little more like polished. Yeah! 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 They're no, they're really well made, and I. But I'm. I do wonder if they're doing a thing with like Hallmark, where they're kind of just like we'll scoop all those scripts and just bang those out, because they're yeah. very Hallmark lifetimey vibes with a sim- simple story and like you know it's very sweet. I might have said this last week on our show, but I was watching one a Lacey Charvet one. I missed the first hour and a half. I was caught right <laughs> up. In five minutes. I think I saw that one. <laughs> What was that about? Well, she's done multiple. This one is like, the, it was called The Sweetest Christmas and she's in the American <laughs> Gingerbread Baking co- Competition, which happens to be taking place in her hometown. Oh my God. I don't think I've seen that one. I once saw but one Lacey. That, that starred, I think Daniel Baldwin. It's hard to know after, after the first two. But like, I, it was like the last 10 minutes and it was just like someone walked up his door and handed him an envelope. He opened it, looked inside of it. And the person said, do you know what that is? And he said, yeah, that's the money that we need to use to save the orphanage or something like that. It was like, oh, that, that's the last five minutes is all you needed. To <laughs> <to me." laughs> do you know what this is? Yes, it's everything I need. But thank you. Bye. <laughs> thank you. This is my goal. Merry thank Christmas. you for the movie. <laughs> yes, it was my goal from the movie. Thank you. <laughs> I watched one last year and I think I might have watched it or it's from the year two years ago and I watched it again last year. It's with Candace Cameron Bure. Of <gasps> course. It's called A Shoe Addict's Christmas. I oh, I've remember, heard of this I saw one. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I think, think I saw like, the movie. She itself, works but. in a shoe department. She gets trapped in the mall. She's too busy, of course. She never followed her dream of being a photographer. But Jean <laughs> Smart is her fairy godmother, shows up <laughs> and she puts on a different pair of shoes and she travels back in time via the shoe. I just, <sighs> what I love so much is that because there are so many Christmas movies, with these lifetimey ones, they have to find like a little hook. And so like a shoe addict's Christmas is so specific. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Like it's just the most specific thing. And the Men Out of the Magnolia, it's like they're two radio hosts who want to introduce their lovers on air, but then they get broken up with. So they pretend they're dating so that they won't oh, lose their no. syndication deal. And then, oh. then they fall in love. What? Thanks a lot. Who more. saw that I was coming? looking forward to that. <laughs> I think I heard an interview once that, uh, what's her name, had to bring her own shoes. Like all the shoes in that movie were hers. Because they didn't have a budget. So Candace Cabaret was like, it's okay, I've got plenty of shoes. I'm sure you have a hundred you can bring. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Why green light that movie if you don't have the shoes? We got everything but the shoes. (laughs) And no Christmas lights. Some of them are like based on the novel by like what book is this? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a pamphlet. Like, the idea of people reading Christmas novels is really fun. Like um I, hello I, Charles I, Dickens. <laughs> <much>. <laughs> uh 
<laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I love the shoe at X Christmas and I wrote of my course. book report on it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of reports, families okay. checking in with each other, <laughs> the movie we're talking about today. Wow, that, that makes sense. This is pretty great. This makes a lot of sense. Uh, we're talking about the Family Stone. John, what's the deal with the Family Stone? Mark, let me tell you the deal with the Family Stone. Uh, it was written and directed by Thomas Bazookja. Uh, the plot follows the holiday misadventures of the Stone family when the eldest son brings his uptight girlfriend home with the intention of proposing to her with the cherished family ring. Overwhelmed by the hostile reception, she begs her sister to join her for emotional support, triggering further complications. And before the holidays are done, relationships will unravel while new ones are formed. Secrets will be revealed and the Stone family will come together through its extraordinary capacity for love. It stars Diane Keaton, Greg T. Nelson, Dermot Melrooney, Sarah Jessica Parker, Luke Wilson, Claire Danes, Rachel McAdams, and Tyrone Giordano. It was released on December 16th in 2005, was a commercial success with a uh, gross of $92.3 million off a budget of $18 million. Sarah Jessica Parker was nominated for a Golden Globe for her performance, and Rachel McAdams hey. won a Teen Choice Award. Reviews were mixed, with Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars, calling it silly at times, leaning toward the screwball tradition of everyone racing around the house at the same time in a panic, fueled by serial misunderstandings, while Mike LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle called it a feel-bad holiday film about a repellent family with a milquetoast dad and a smug, devious harping of a mom. Up. No. That's the deal with The Family Stone. Okay, I've never Googled this movie. I just watch it every year. <laughs> and I'm actually astounded by this. That person hated it and i don't understand but maybe you both hate it but i'm i really love this movie and i've never even once looked at who wrote it and i'm like who is that guy what did he he wrote he did this other like before that he did like a gay independent movie called big eden Mm. was the thing and i forgot what he did after that cool Mm. but he's a guy he's a guy so we asked you to pick a christmas movie and you chose a family stone why a family stone well i really love this movie I, it makes me cry so much. I love Diane Keaton. I love Sarah Jessica Parker. I love basically every actor in this movie. And I mean, I like them all, but some of them are my top faves. Claire Danes. I mean, there's just Mm -hmm. so much going on in this movie. And I really love a story about a big family. I always, like growing up, I just always thought it seemed so cool to have like a bunch of siblings. And I really like the dynamic between Rachel McAdams and her brothers in this movie. Mm, And I think she's, I just think she's amazing in this movie. And um, very real. And when you, when you asked me what Christmas movie I wanted to do, it was the second movie that came to mind. And the first movie was serendipity for no reason. I don't even think it's really that Christmassy, but it takes place in the winter (laughs) and at least in part of it. And I really thought of that being Christmassy, but, um, you gave me a chance to go with a different one. (laughs) (laughs) A gentle suggestion. (laughs) You're totally right. And family stone was the next one to pop in my mind and it's just i consider it such a classic i love it it is kind of depressing for obvious plot reasons with diane keaton and i feel like that's i kind of always forget that when i put it on mm. especially with like family around and it's like oh now it's getting sad she's gonna be gone soon. <laughs> sure. um <laughs> but i love it uh that's great john what's your like uh, what baggage you bring into a family stone? <laughs> well, I had never seen it before, so no baggage. Oh. Oh. So this is my first time seeing it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, overall, I thought it was delightful. I thought it's better, like the actors are all great. And I think the performances, I would say are better than the script. I think the script is a little sort of like, 
uh, like there's just, I felt like, while I do love the fact of like a big family and all that stuff, like that's where I come from. Not a huge family, but almost the same size as their family. Um, I felt like, uh, you know, like a lot of people were just sort of sketched out or didn't have a lot to do. But I think all the performers across the board were great. And yeah, like Diane Keaton and Sarah Jessica Parker were giving performances that they could do in their sleep, but still doing a great job uh, yes. in both cases. Uh, how about you, well, Mark? What is right really yeah. quickly about the like, like the script is pretty simple, but it, you have all these amazing actors in it that like it can't help but be compelling. I right. hope. <laughs> we fingers crossed. Mark, what is your history with Family Stone? Mark, is it compelling? Uh, I think I maybe saw like bits of it on TV 10 years ago. So I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched the whole thing. So watching it this time, I really liked it. Because after, also, I do watch Hallmark movies every year. And it is so jarring to see characters who aren't like, wait a minute, she's not, a, the mom's not a total saint. And like, you know, even Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker is like, she's an asshole. But also like, you see the humanity in her too. Like no one is like a perfect, I think all the characters like, well, the main, like Sarah Jessica Parker and Dang, they're all pretty like well-rounded. Like they're three-dimensional people. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're not perfect, you know? And I really, I feel like that's so rare in our movies. Like most like Christmas romp, you know, comedies now are really like spoon feeding the audience. Like, they, but these, they're, I like, I appreciate that these characters aren't like afraid to be hard to love at times. So I just yeah. think it's more interesting. Like that's more fun. And it really does. Like there's like the Christmas present that Sarah Jessica Parker gives. It's a real gut punch. It's so yeah, sweet. It's really moving. She doesn't even and it, realize, you know. She doesn't even know. <laughs> mm -hmm. that's what makes it so good well i i have that same feeling you know you're talking about watching hallmark movies and then watching something like this and my version of that is like i watch a lot of reality tv and then i'll put on like an award-winning movie and i'm like whoa this is like good <laughs> yeah right <laughs> surprised i can't just listen to this movie <laughs> that's weird <laughs> So sounds like uh, Lauren and I loved it. John hated it. So <laughs> that's exactly what I said. You completely you assess the situation perfectly as usual. Um, so Lauren, as you may or may not know, but I think you do, we are looking for the gayest movie ever, and we have a very complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge and score these movies. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. At one point, you are going to come up with a category, and it will be. Added, added to, to the, the wheel. wheel. Let's see what that means. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so this is our current top five Christmas movies ranked in by gayness. So this is our current top five Christmas movies. So Scrooge with a 47.80. I'm doing this backwards than I normally do. I'm going to reverse that now. Uh, 56.20, fourth gayest Christmas movie, Gremlins. And third with a 59.20% last holiday. Second gayest Christmas movie with a 65.21% Die Hard. And our current reigning champ with a 66.49%. It's referenced in this movie, Meet Me in St. Louis. Yes, I was trying to figure out. I thought that's what that was. And I've never seen that, but. Oh my oh, God. Wow. You well, gotta watch it. Uh, yeah, I'll watch it. I'm going to be sad and bored. <laughs> <laughs> During Perfect the movie? movie? I hope not. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Before I watch it. I see. Uh, if you had to guess how gay, like, where do you think Family Stone's going to end up in there? Well, I feel like it might end up in the in the middle. I feel like it it's gayer than Last Holiday, I would guess. Although I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
but it's it's gay it, it, and then they address talking about being gay for about 10 minutes so i thought <laughs> once and i've seen this movie so many times and i was like oh yeah i i feel like this movie ha- uh, there's gay characters and i was i don't know exactly all the scale you determined it on but then when i was re-watching it today and i was like oh they have a fucking debate about this <laughs> right but maybe that i don't know if that's putting it in the right direction towards being the gayest movie or if it's actually sending it back do you know what i mean well visibility counts visibility um i think it's definitely gonna help so let's get into it this first group of categories is the canon categories so for these we're each going to give it a score between zero and a hundred then we take the average of all three of our scores I'll do the math. Don't you Thank worry. Thank you. I got scared. Do like, oh, you have a calculator handy, I hope? <laughs> and also, if you could pick up my drag lightning, that'd be great. Um, so, how would you score the Family Stone on a scale of 0 to 100 in actual gay characters? Mm. Well, there's two. There's two. Yeah, so, so how, does that, how does that balance out in 100? Well, it's at well, least 20, maybe. <laughs> I would say. Yeah, I, I would mean, I would give it a 20. Um, I might go it, higher than that. I might go maybe. higher because I yeah. feel like it's a focus, like it's a it's a focal point of the family, it's a big discussion. I would say I would say 30. 30. I mean, this is like um I'm trying to even look at like the last oh, fried green tomatoes was the last movie to score really high in this that makes sense. Um <laughs> I've never seen that either. Isn't that crazy? No, it's all right. (laughs) It's good, but it's one of those movies where if you didn't see it when it came out, it's hard to be like, here's the compelling reason for you to now watch Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, great. If you're ever doing laundry, maybe throw that on, (laughs) you know. It's really two movies in one, so it's kind of a fun that way. (laughs) I do think, like, I do, like, this is like, we rarely get movies with an actual out gay couple in them. Right. But also these ones, they don't really have much of a personality besides being nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I also felt they they had that thing of like, all right, this is a white family, so the gay couple will have one of them be black and the other one will be deaf. So that's our diversity. It's all in that little one little. They pocket. really did kind of nail it in one fell swoop. <laughs> like you can maybe <laughs> spread it around a little. <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah. Do you? What do you want to give it for actual gay characters, Lauren? You also do not have to go first. I want to say thirty because I thirty. Feel, I felt like it was solid. I'm going to go 50 just because mathematically 50 means that it, it doesn't get penalized in the larger sense. <laughs> I don't understand the system yet. I mean, this is all, all totally arbitrary yeah. and it means nothing. So don't worry. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Okay. Uh, it's just like your gut. What does your gut tell you? I'm going to say, I'll say 50. Sure. Why not? Give it an average Great. of 43.33, which is one point higher than Pieces of April. Okay. Oh, there you go. Wow. Pieces of April. Coming for you. Okay. <laughs> Our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch a family stone and come away with a whole book of ideas? Oh my God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) I did think the most funniest one to me was Dan Keaton wearing the starched white shirt with the pop collar under a bathrobe. That is exactly. She wore it to bed. (laughs) To bed. Who wears a collared shirt to bed? That did make me angry. to the nines. But and her hair is really like coiffed the whole time, just naturally. And I, I was wondering when will that happen to me? 
You know? Like, do you want like just the front gray, you know, <laughs> that you get like after you see a ghost, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> That's what you need my to do, Lauren. Is... You need to see a ghost. I'll work on that. But my dream is like having long white hair, but I don't know. Sure. Like Abby Lou Harris. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't know who that is. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, great. <I> know. <laughs> um, I don't know if like there's like a lot of iconic looks in this though. It's not all about the looks to me. It's about the vibes. Like my thought was like when Sarah Jessica sure. Parker is dancing to that song in that bar and she's oh, like, this yeah. is my favorite song. And she's like suddenly letting loose. <laughs> I'm like, that song's a performance. There's like something there. Like that's true. Up, okay. uptight sort of shrew that she is. It could be an interesting character. You could do like a transformation, like a reveal of like the tight suit. Mm -hmm. And then she takes it off and like, she's uh, covered in strata and eggs. You know what I mean? Underneath <laughs> <that>. <laughs> That could be a fun thing. That would be hilarious. <laughs> and smell like shit, probably. But you know what? It's a drag show. It's a, it's a little punk rock, maybe. True. You know? Yeah, yeah. Could be. Um, John, what do you think? I think it's not, like, this was a very turtlenecky movie. Like, everyone <laughs> had a turtleneck at some point, except for Sarah Jessica Parker, which I was like, that's how you know she doesn't belong in this family. Even though, spoiler mm. alert, she doesn't end up in the family. Um, I wouldn't say there was not, even though you have Sarah Jessica Parker, who I believe is in, like, in the, in the larger sense in her place and culture, she is sort of a drag queen inspiration. I think she's pretty muted in this movie. Um, she is. Well, so I also feel she's really fighting Carrie at this point. She's really trying yeah, she's to she's definitely like, Carrie. I need a break from this. yeah. I guess she started filming this right after they finished their season, their last season. Yeah, I remember thinking at the time when it came out, like, geez, she's really trying to be serious. Like, not, like, dramatic, but, like, right. she's Carrie's so fun and, you know. Where's the know. tutu? That's what exactly. I was thinking. <laughs> like, when that kid is holding her high heel and she's, like, she, like, snatches it back and she's, like, I just, um, I have another pair that goes with that outfit, I guess. <laughs> I was like, you got to chill. There's a fucking kid holding the shoe. Yeah, just grabbing shoes from a child. <laughs> Real Scrooge. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for drag queen inspiration? I don't want to go first anymore. It's stressed me out. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll go first. It's pretty low for me because I don't think there's like a lot of looks that you could do that someone would be like, that's Family Stone. <laughs> so... <laughs> But, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, Diane Keaton, I'll give it a 20. 20. Um, I'm going to give it a 30 just for the white pop color under the bathrobe. I've never seen anything like that, and it was crazy. I love that. I'm going to give it... Um... I'm going to give it a 30 as well, but it's, it's all about getting super creative. And so it doesn't jump out at you, but I do feel like sure. I'd be thrilled if I were to see a show or someone. So had. like a savvy, like a drag queen yeah. could be like, ah, I got this. Yeah. Like if it's Rachel McAdams inspired, like she has like ambulance sirens on her tits and like something sure. like, sure. So there's just like layers. You know? A go-go boy pops out of a box for a clock radio. Or yeah. Something. She's holding a laundry basket. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Given an average of 26.67, which is eight points higher than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay. Right. Yeah, good. Although I feel like Bill and Ted, that's an interesting one. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Bill and Ted, Ted, pretty much. Not the new one. The, the new one is not interesting. <laughs> no, I just mean Excellent Adventure was the old one. What's oh, the yeah. new one called? Face the Music. Face the Music. Thank you. All right. Speaking of Face of the Music... How would you score the Family Stone for zero two hundred on gay icons? I mean, there's quite a few here. 
Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Will we Sarah say Jessica she's like, Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. I would say Rachel McAdams. I think Claire Danes has her, you know, Claire Mr. Gold status. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Judy Garland's in it. Yeah. That's true. There's at least five. That's pretty good. That is good. Especially because there's only like eight actors. <laughs> there's only eight people in this movie. <laughs> um, Luke Wilson's sweatpants, are they a gay icon? They are when he's humping by her window. <laughs> yeah. Oh Love God. that part. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think this is pretty stacked in terms of this. Is this our first Diane Keaton movie? I think it might be. Uh, I feel like Rachel McAdams has really like blossomed in like the last, she's like become part of the fold in like the last five. Like I watched that Euro <laughs> trip, Eurovision movie, and like, oh yeah. oh yeah, she is great. I thought that was interesting <laughs> casting because I don't think of her as being particularly comedic like she is, she can do comedy, you know, she right. like, does a lot of rom comedy type comedy, right. sure. But that was very sketchy in a sense and well her teen choice award for this movie was also shared with wedding crashers so she won it for sort of like wow. both performances because she was like 30 when she made this why is she getting nominated for a teen choice why is like this like dark it's, it's not, it's not it's you don't have to be a teenager to get it it's just what teenagers yeah, want to give you what, t- what teenagers like you know it's all about their desires. they loved like wedding is, crashers and the family stone such a teenager movie like, is The Undoing getting nominated this year? The uh, HBO series for the like Teen Hugh Choice Award? Hugh Grant gets a Teen Choice Award. Oh, my God, I'm loving The Undoing. It's so good. I hear everyone's telling me it's great. I got <gasps> You got to watch it. That's what everybody says. Um, so what do you want to give this for gay icons, John? Uh, I'll, go, I'll go 80. <laughs> 80. Wow, that's devastating. I think oh, just the combined might of... Sarah Jessica Parker definitely is top tier. Is she a share? No. But she's not not a share. <laughs> okay, that was she's that really there. cleared things up for us, Mark. Thank like, you. I yeah. The combined forces of Diane Keaton. I think I cumulatively, I'm giving it a hundred. A hundred. Wow. Diane okay, Keaton so, and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, but I don't think Friday, either of these are like. Oh, you Judy need to Garland. see. Judy Garland doesn't know she's in the movie, so I don't think we can give her like full she credit. Doesn't. That's half the I, movies that's, Judy Garland made. She didn't know she was in them. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Um, but I think like, but I think yes, Sarah Jessica Parker and Diane Keaton, but I don't think if you were like their most, like if you have to like collect their most iconic roles, I don't know that Family Stone is up there. I don't think it's in the top. I don't know if I I would agree with that. I think for Sarah Jessica Parker, I don't know that she's pretty good at playing against type in this. So I think it's kind of, if you want to show her range at least. And I do think being in a Christmas movie is very important in that way where like, this comes up every year for her. Like no matter what, people are talking about Family Stone, they're watching it and she's getting residuals. So it's (laughs) an important film. If she were a singer, it would be like her Christmas album. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I, by the way, I have said this so many times, but I think anyone who can sing should do a Christmas album because you're just, there's Absolutely. money just on the table for you there. <laughs> Hello, Adele. <laughs> Seriously. Make a billion dollars, Adele. Oh my God. If she made a Christmas album, it'd be over. Done. Um, Mandy Moore just released two Christmas songs. I'm saying like, get out. Everyone should be getting out there. Um, I, I give this a, a 90 just to kind of. To balance it out. Nice. Wow, <laughs> the algorithm of math averages. Um, Give it in an average of ninety, tying it with pieces of April. What? All right. <laughs> That's confusing. I guess it should be hundred. The next category: <laughs> the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Ooh, for the male form. Oh, oh. Mm. Well, this well, director we a is few. a gay man. 
there, this movie really does make some of these guys look really fucking hot. I mean, has I, Dermot Mulroney ever looked better than this movie? He looks amazing. Yeah. I like the whole like fight for him to take off his tie. You know, like the family's like, you're not like this. <laughs> yes. I like that. And then Luke Wilson is just like so relaxed and hot. And like I said, that mm-hmm. sweatpants scene is just like that really sweatpants wonderful. Scene. Yeah. Sweatpants scene. Which gray sweatpants is like a thing. That's like, you know, gay man's lingerie. Oh, I really like that. And then the, I mean, him smoking weed on the bench while also getting devastating news about his mother is also somehow attractive. You know, there's like a lot happening. <laughs> sure. Do you know what I thought was really funny about that scene is it starts with him tapping out the bowl like he's done. And then he puts his knit cap on, like you can't smoke with a hat on. Like that was a weird like this order smoking, of sequence of it events. Took me, it took me, I think, a few viewings to really catch that they were smoking weed. Like it always seems like it's like they cut something that was a little more clear. But then, then she mentions you're stoned afterwards. Right. But do you think Craig Nelson was smoking pot as well? Yeah, I think he so. wanted that brownie so bad. Yeah, he was loving those brownies. Yeah, you can only love brownies when you're high. Point, well, I mean, he was you kind of scarfing them. He would scarf. He was like yeah. patting his face. He was <laughs> obsessed with these brownies. <laughs> the obsession. Also, thought Brian White, who plays like the gay son's uh, oh, yeah, the husband, boyfriend. is like super hot. He's super hot. Luke Wilson uh, coming out of the shower. He did not have to be coming out of the shower soaking wet in a towel, but no. I'm so glad he was. <laughs> not mad <laughs> Thank at goodness. it. Not mad at this. No, no, no. Um, but it also yeah, wasn't like was... super horny. Like it's still a family movie. It is, yeah. but it's like, it's like everyone's attractive and they don't hide it. <laughs> Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no one's got extra warts or anything. <laughs> so Nicole I want to be brave. No. <laughs> yeah. Eileen Renault showing up. <laughs> <laughs> There's also just the random shot of Everett in his white t-shirt and underwear. I mean, great. He's so hot. He's not, he is kind of an asshole. He's annoying. The character's annoying, but it, he's still very attractive. Like, I, I do wonder about Dermot Mulroney and Dylan McDermott and how much they hate each other. Don't you think it's just like your whole life people are getting you confused? Right. Because one part you one probably gets cast and one and like, oh, I thought it was the other. Yeah. Eh. You imagine showing up. <laughs> it's like when you go to a restaurant and ask for Pepsi, we only have Coke. Fine. Yeah, that'll be fine. Sure. <laughs> it's a lateral like move. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for the male gaze? I want to give it. Um, I am jumping back into first. Wow. Taking back control. (laughs) She persisted. (laughs) I want to give it like a 75 because I I do think this movie is very attractive. Yes. And I, I just, I never really thought about it in that sense, but I, I, it's one of the reasons I like it. And the men are shot, I think so much more like sexy than the women. Although Claire Danes, I almost gasped when I first saw Claire. Like she's, she's so yeah, beautiful in this. Yeah. She's yeah. so beautiful in this. I do feel like they're put into these categories where like they aren't really uh, like allowed to be hot. Like Sarah Jessica Parker is like so uptight. Like right. if you found her attractive, you're like weird. Everyone's mad at her. <laughs> yeah. Rachel McAdams. Like in the German shit porn too. <laughs> <Yeah. God. laughs> Rachel McAdams is like so effortlessly beautiful, but she's really played down like yeah she's, she's really dirty. trying to tomboy it up shower. Yeah. Yeah. she's yeah. eating cereal yeah yeah she's you know she's wearing a dinosaur junior t-shirt yeah you know? she's a mess <laughs> <laughs> she's into quirky music ugh <laughs> and then Diane slob. Keaton uh, is not really a, you know a sex symbol in this movie she's like a maternal true you know 
martyr. unfortunately ill mm-hmm. figure. She's unfortunately yeah. ill. Not hot. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> John, what do you want to give this for the male gaze? For the male gaze? I'll give it a 70. 70. Um, I'll give it 72. I think it's pretty horny. Give an average of 72.33, which is 2.33 points higher than the Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right, the next category, entrances with pizzazz. <laughs> oh, there's a ton. Yeah, I, also, I liked how Amy showed up at her parents' house in a beat-up Volvo and an NPR tote bag and a basket of laundry. Like, what more do you need to know? <laughs> I loved that. And I also think this movie, they, whoever did the set design is, like, amazing because the house feels so lived in and so real. Yeah. And when she came, right. she pulled up, car's dirty in a real way, like it would be in the winter. She drops everything. It's all dirty looking and bad. I thought, I just thought that was so well done. Sometimes things look too pristine. That's annoying. Right. Especially in a holiday movie. Yeah. Um, she had a great entrance. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker, just in the beginning of the film, kind of barking into her cell phone mm-hmm. was, was very powerful. Um, Claire Danes has a classic rom-com slip, slip and fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, she She's takes her breath away later and then in the she movie. Clutches. Yeah. That's one of the silliest moments of the movie. She just like, f- she falls like three feet. It looks like it really hurt. Uh, yeah, she probably broke her clavicle or yeah. something. But she my sister needs down. me. That's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got okay. on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that might have been something they shot just to put in the trailer. It is very trailery. <laughs> we it's need like, a trailer set piece. So what can happen? What can yeah. happen? Someone's got well, a slip then, and fall. It's not an entrance, but Sarah Jessica Parker reversing the car, you know, multiple times and the wrong thing and then just crashing. <laughs> yes. I love that. There, yeah. And then at the end, the entrance where Dermot and Claire show up. And at the bus kind of stop. Just, yeah. You piece it all together. I mean, there's like a lot of like, hmm. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few. Is this Die Hard? No, I don't think it's up there with Die Hard. No, it's not <laughs> Chicago. Although in a way it is kind of diehard, you know, family trapped in a house, Christmas terrorists is Sarah Jessica Parker maybe, <laughs> or the family <laughs> intolerance. Yeah, it's hard to know. Yeah, that's what it was mapped on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw diehard and thought, what if this was my family? <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you want to give this for entrances with pizzazz? Um, I'm gonna go fifty. Fifty. Yeah, I think for me, Claire Danes is like the most pizzazzy. And I think, yeah, Rachel McAdams, like as soon as I saw that NPR tote bag, especially because I think there was just one handle, like I think one of the handles was missing. But I mean, it was like, I know who she is. Um, so I will give it a 45. 45. Um, I'm going to give it a 40. Because otherwise, except for those few, it's all pretty subdued. I mean, it's a nice calm drum. Mm-hmm. Calm drum. That's not a thing. Yeah. All right. Next category. Strident women. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's Meredith refusing to give her assistant the day off before Christmas. Pretty harsh yeah. on the phone. Was that on the phone? I forgot that yeah. part. <laughs> That's funny. Amy's kind of an asshole. I mean, the mom yeah. is an asshole. Kate has her moments too. Yeah. I think most She's of the women at some mean. point are pretty mean, except for uh, what's her Claire name? Danes. Uh, Elizabeth the nice, Reeser, the pregnant I think. sister. Yeah. I will say casting Elizabeth Reeser and uh, Rachel McAdams as sisters, I was like, I buy that 100%. Yes, I I, I like that too. I, yeah, I think, um, I mean, the mom, 
clearly Rachel McAdams' character was raised by Diane Keaton's character because she's got all of these kind of like eye rolly, like fuck this guy sort of attitudes, which I really liked. And I, I really liked Diane Keaton's character being like that while also having cancer. I mean, like you said, it's, right. like, it's very three dimensional. Like she's, she doesn't like this woman. She doesn't want to give the ring to her son to propose to her. Everyone's begging him not to propose to her, which I love too. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it is crazy I mean, how much this movie still feels like oh this isn't how you do a holiday movie you know what i mean still it still feels like in a way like transgressive a little bit for like a yeah. holiday romance movie it's like what no everyone's supposed to, she's supposed to come along and like they're supposed to like be one over that's like, true right that must be one of the reasons why it's that's why i've endured and there's yeah. a lot of this year for like ew ew that's what i call it um wow. had a um wow so inside yeah. <laughs> they did a uh, to those on the flyover states that's a, a trade um <laughs> entertainment uh, weekly they did, uh, <laughs> they did a uh, like a 20-year oral history of it with all the cast oh wow i'd that like just to read that well 20 year because it came out in 2005 well there you go <laughs> 15 it's, it's set in the future. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> They're talking about all the great vaccines they have. We, we're not sure if Craig T. Nelson's going to make it for the next five years. So let's do this now. <laughs> Put it in the bank. He's so good. I love uh, this dad character is, I, I don't know if I have any friends who have a dad like this, but he's so like hands-on and like right? grab yeah. your face and like give you a kiss. And like, it's very intense. In a, I've in got the sense he was like a, do we know his job? was he was like seemed like almost like a therapist or like a sculptor yeah like somewhere in that <laughs> or maybe both yeah it's true sculpture sculpture therapy he did have like hippy dippy like necklaces or something yeah yeah well, Diane I don't Keaton know. did have a lot of uh jewelry that was something we didn't bring up with did you happen grade. to clock her um amber colored iMac <laughs> yes, yes i did <laughs> she's busy <laughs> I feel like they had that made for this. I feel like I've never seen that color. It was like brown. I loved it. <laughs> it's so New England. It was. It fit right in with the, kid, with the yeah. house. So what do you want to give this for Strident Women? Uh, I'm going to go 95. 95. Yeah, I think the women, ex except for again, uh, what's Elizabeth Reeser and maybe the young daughter, everyone is Strident at least half of the time at least half the time uh so i'll go 92 92 Ooh. um yeah i'm just like looking i gave death becomes her 100 in this so that's my barometer so i'm like this isn't death becomes her but it's up there i'll give it a 96 give it an average of 94.33 which is 10 points higher than mermaids okay <laughs> eat shit mermaids all right, the next category, macabre. How macabre is the family stone? Well, there's well, a ticking I mean, clock. Yeah, does that count though as macabre or is that just? It could be some points. Some points, yeah. it's not a hundred. <laughs> this is Okay, so yeah, it's still on the scale, yeah. <laughs> I think the song, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is kind of macabre. Yeah. Especially if you go, it makes you want to cry. Well, the original first lyrics uh, of the song are "Have yourself a merry little Christmas." It may be your last, which they did a rewrite on. But uh, yeah, it's Jeez. a pretty. It does feel like very like much. sad and melancholy as a as a Christmas song. Even if it's going to be your last, still keep it little. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, Rude. I guess it's this movie does have that looming feeling, but you don't 
know about it for the first part. Um, well, I guess, John, how soon did you pick up on that? Because, I mean, it's been a long time since I saw it for the first time. I think I had a sense that there was, like, a secret going on. And then, obviously, in the pot smoking scene, they just come out and tell you. Uh, or he yeah. says, like, oh, he just says, oh, it's not good. Like, they're sort of, they sort of hint at it there. Well, like, Elizabeth yeah. Reeser gets in the bed with the mom, and then she turns to her and is like, who else knows? And I was, like, thinking, is she getting divorced? Is she, like, what's happening? You know, but then they um... reveal it. I think the next scene is the bleachers scene. Oh, okay, yeah. So they don't leave you hanging. But they're at the beginning, Diane Keaton's like really sad in her chair before everyone comes home. And you right. and if you've seen it, you're like, she's dealing with this information. But if you yeah. haven't seen it, it's just kind of like she's waiting for everyone to What's come home. What's wrong with right. her? Right. <laughs> Do we think a mushroom allergy is macabre? <laughs> um no. It was weird that like she was I mean, they were they were pre-fiance. Okay. And she just had a pitch. no idea. <laughs> But I love that she had no glue. Right. Telling, like, have you never yeah. eaten together? In yeah, New York he, City? Everything's got mushrooms in New York City. That? Yeah. Uh, also, your boyfriend's brother being, like, creeping on you. There's something macabre about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. How macabre do we think? How macabre, how macabre do you think this is on a scale of zero to 100? I guess, I mean, I feel like in terms of a Christmas movie, it's pretty high because most of the time it's so much lighter than that. So I guess I'm going to go with 50. 50. I'm going to go 33. 33. John thought it was pretty cheerful. Um, <laughs> it just it doesn't feel like, it just feels like a normal family Christmas for the most part. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, pure chaos. That's a normal family Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'll go to 50 for Mom's Looming Death. Give it an average of 44.33. All right, next category, dramatic lighting. How dramatic is the lighting in this? It is like a classic like kind of studio comedy, so they don't go too crazy. Yeah, I don't feel like the lighting really tells a story in no. this. No. <laughs> it's nice when they're like downtown with the Christmas lights. Any Christmas see, lights. I mean, is there, any, is there anything more beautiful than out-of-focus Christmas lights? No. <laughs> Nothing. There was that moment where after she pu- after Claire Danes had pulled away on the bus and then she tells the bus driver to stop and she and, and Dermot stand in front of the bus and have their thing. Like everyone, other people in that bus must have hated her. Yeah. Uh, like it's yeah. Christmas Eve. We're trying to go home. Yeah, we got God. places to be. We're on a Greyhound on Christmas Eve. It's not looking good. Let's go. But I'm sure they're probably <laughs> all just like, you know what? We deserve whatever happens to us if this is where we're at right now. <laughs> This is our fault. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That's kind of I've made my life choices. Let me hear. <laughs> oh, good. Being stopped by the most beautiful people in the world. <laughs> oh, the models want to have a talk. Oh, good. There's something bad in their life. <laughs> anyway, it's got to spend tuberculosis on this bus. <laughs> what do we want to give this for dramatic lighting? I'm, I'm going to go... 15. 15. Tough but fair. <laughs> I'll go 30 for the Christmas lights. 30. Uh, I'll give it 24. Give it an average of 23, which is three points higher than fried green tomatoes. Okay. All right. All right. Next category. Vibrato. So for this category, in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean anytime they take a moment and sort of give it extra or zhuzh it up or give you more than it's necessary, but you still like it. Mm, okay. I do think like the overall like chaos, like this chaotic yeah. family, they really let you know like this is a big family and like <laughs> everyone's talking all the time. We've all got an issue. 
<laughs> I mean, I love the scene when they're running around in the straw. The what is it? Strata? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah that so, yeah. spills and everything, and it's. I just love that. I think it, it makes me cry, and I. I just think it's so sweet and sad and fun, crazy. It's like it just seems like a very exciting holiday, and <laughs> <laughs> you love when hijinks are ensuing. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think it probably would be horrible to be there for that, but it <laughs> seemed stressful. really. I don't like cleaning it up. Seems bad. I did have a hard time keeping track of like this strata. At first I thought, oh, it's like a sweet treat, but then like there were mushrooms in it. And I then know. there was like noodles at some point, I think. Like, what is this dish? I think it's a blessing that she wasn't able to cook it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's in there. I feel like she was putting in cookie dough at the bottom and then Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like savory? Yeah. <laughs> Not Seems interested. Gross. No. Is that we also do have Judy Garland singing, so we have some literal there vibrato. Some there is that. And in fact, this category comes from Meet Me in St. Louis, so. Wow. So it's also <laughs> so, full circle. There you have it. Yeah, I mean, I do think there's like, but see, the chaos, like I would say like the, the big discussion they have at dinner that Sarah Jessica Parker puts her foot in her mouth yeah. feels kind of like it has some intensity and then the chaotic scene i would give those like vibrato points also claire sure. dane's falling out of the bus i would say that's vibrato yeah. tripping and falling <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so we want to give this for vibrato i'm going i'm going 55 55 i'll go uh 57 Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I gave it a <laughs> 53, giving it an average of 55. All right. Right. <laughs> Finally. You're happy with that score. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Family Stone got 55 in vibrato. I can Thank God, I've been freaking <laughs> Christmas out all is day. saved. <laughs> all right, our next category footwork. <laughs> footwork. Well, there's the running around, the chasing, yeah. That chase scene. The bar scene where Sarah Jessica gets up and dances. She's finally go. letting her hair down, literally. Um, the tripping and falling that. off the bus. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is Sarah, does just, uh, has Sarah Jessica Parker ever done a musical? Can she oh, sing? Yeah. Uh, she has? She did, yeah. I saw her. She was in Once Upon a Mattress. Um, wow. She was fine. It was a part she should not have been <laughs> cast in, but she did a lovely wow. job. Uh, everyone said it at the time. <laughs> I also saw uh, Ty Giordano, uh, the deaf gay son in a uh, uh, production of Big River. He was great. He played Huck Finn. That's wow. fine. There you go. I like him. Um, wait, what was the question? Footwork. Were- oh, well, I think Sarah Jessica Parker's shoes play a key role. And we look good at point. her feet a good number of times. She couldn't even accept it when the kid said, nice shoes. She was like, <laughs> no. oh, me, oh, my. She was like, thrown. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that why you wear them? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very easy uh, softball question. Really. Yeah. <laughs> nice shoes. I hate you. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, that's about it for footwork. Is this Chicago? No, this is not Chicago when it comes to footwork. So, what do you want to give it? I'm going 42. 42. I'm going to go uh, 67 for that chase scene. And yeah, there's, wow. enough, there's enough there. All right. Um, I'll give it a 49. 
like my beloved San Francisco 49ers. Wow. You're always trying to reference <laughs> uh, Always them. putting them in. Yeah. Always got to mention <laughs> my beloved, the old Niners, Candlestick Park, um, giving an average of 52.67, which is 2.67 points higher than Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Right. Wow. Well, he doesn't move his feet too much. <laughs> no. If it was scissor feet, then that'd be a different movie. Finger work. Oh, that's a different story. thing. Yeah. All right. The next category. This one might be tough. Animal print. Ooh. Is there any? I, I didn't clock. This is not an animal print vibe. family. No. no. They're L.L. Bean. They're Talbots. They're mm-hmm. turtleneck wearers. <laughs> you can have a turtleneck animal print, though, or is that gauche? I feel I'm like sure it's been done. But... <laughs> we maybe got to it is someone working at the Barney's they were at or yeah. someone working at the ring store. But I but, don't think I clocked yeah, it. It's not any. Yeah. I'm going to give it a one. A one. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a five. A five based on nothing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a two because there might have been something in them all. I don't know. Give it a, a 2.67. But you know what? That's 2.67 points higher than terms of endearment. <laughs> all right. And finally, this is the last of the canon categories. On okay. a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend a family stone to a gay person? No. Um, <laughs> you find out someone's gay, that. they're like, family stone, what's that? I'm too busy being at the bars. <laughs> I would say 75. I don't think it's like, yeah, I don't feel like it's like I, my gay friend has to watch this movie, but I also right. don't feel like my straight friend has to watch it. Just, I just love it. So I would say it's a great Christmas film if you want You're to You're not relax. shaking a gay person by their harness saying you have to see a <laughs> Stop going to the bars. You got to calm down and watch this. <laughs> I'm not even high. I'm just in a harness. <laughs> harness equals drugs to you? That is so rude. Get a snap out of it. <laughs> Throwing cold water. I'm just horny. <laughs> uh, John, what do you say? Uh, yeah, I mean, there are gay characters, but I don't think that they're, they're, they're not that integral to the plot. You know what I mean? There's nothing about this where like, this was the first time this happened in a movie with gay people. So, uh, but it's, it's pleasant. I'll give it a 50. <laughs> 50. Brutal. So you would say people should see The Last Holiday more than they should see this. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think The Last Holiday has more sort of ridiculous campness to it than I than will watch. I have to rewatch that. I saw it in theaters, I remember. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. That's You're the one. <laughs> yeah, it made 1350 at the box office. <laughs> <laughs> you bought three children's tickets. <laughs> um, what I did like about this, which I don't, we hardly ever see, was like a father treat his like gay son so lovingly. Yeah. And like, I can't right. remember. That is like pretty rare. And that was like cool. I like, it was almost like a gay son's dream idea of what your father, like the perfect father, would be like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I absolutely. thought that too, even just um, in general about the father figure that he was like, God, he's so present. Like and decent. Warm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, this um, is the dad from Poltergeist. He's defeated some ghosts. This is the second he's time relaxed. he's been married to a woman with a shock of white hair. Mm. He. He's, he's got a type. He's the dad in Poltergeist. I haven't seen that. You gotta see Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Okay, that one. So that I don't have to see Fred Tomatoes. <laughs> I do have to see Poltergeist. What was the other yes. one? Ugh. It's Mimi in St. Louis. I do have yes. to see. Yes. Okay. 
do have to say Meet Me in St. Louis. I'm going to watch Poltergeist and Meet Me in St. Louis back to back. <laughs> that is a double Perfect. bill you will not regret. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think I would recommend this to gay people. I think, I mean, the Sarah Jessica Parker, Diane Keaton of it all, there's gays, more gay stuff than you normally see. I'll give it an 80. Give it an average of 68.33. All right, now we are into the wheel categories. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. We've put them all on this wheel app on my phone. Ooh. So I'm going to spin it four times <laughs> and whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we're going to grade it. And then after that, Great. you will add a category, which will then mm. be added to the wheel. Okay. All right. And that category you come up with could become a bonus category. It could become a canon category. There's wow. a lot at stake here. Okay. Okay, here we go. The first category is the male V. The male V. What does that mean? The V going down you know, your penis? like the muscle. Yeah, yeah. sort of like. I, I mean, yeah, I know, yeah. I guess. I don't know why I asked. Yeah. Um, the male V, what is that? The part where it goes to the dick? Uh, <laughs> That's the part where it goes to the dick. Doctor, doctor, I got a rash on the pot that goes to the dick. <laughs> the male V. Well, I feel like we see Owen Wilson. Luke, I mean, Luke, Luke Wilson. Wilson. I think that that part with the with the car. I think that's that to me was like classic male V. Yeah, but isn't the V the front, like below the stomach, like to the side of the? We definitely see it when he comes out of the shower. Yeah, I I, I feel like the the sweat the sweatpants vibe. You you get a sense of the V if you don't literally see it. I think that that scene make your eye is going there. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's bringing you. You may not see it completely, but I think it's like it's a that's the focus of the scene i the v to me is not the actual dick print we see a dick print in the sweatpants no i the agree v... but it's still it's like it's right okay. over <laughs> i'm sorry i'm doing visuals uh but it is oh like show us your male v john john like, like so what is it okay great <laughs> oh i see perfect example who, who replaced john with channy tatum circum 2004 <laughs> um so what do you want to give this for the male v there's some I think for a Christmas movie, it's pretty high. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to say 51. 51. Why don't they make a Magic Mike 3 set at Christmas? They obviously should. Magic Mike like X. Triple X, X Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Xmas. Yeah. It writes itself. Steven Soderbergh. Come on. They have Santa hats on their dicks. Come on. <laughs> Fun. Bells on their balls. We got there this. There we go. Sure. Uh, John, what do you want to give it for the movie? I'll give it a, I'll give it a 60. 60. That sounds right. I'll give it a 60 as well. Give it an average of 57. All right. Wheel category number two. Male V is from Terms of Endearment. Terms of Endearment. <laughs> Next category is tan. How tan, tan. is the movie? Mm. How tan is it? It's a New England Christmas movie, so it's That's pretty rough. pasty. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like... Claire Danes is some color. She's Claire blonde. Jessica Parker. She's very pale. Not I feel really. like. I can't remember right now. She's no Lilith Crane, but she's basically <laughs> Lilith Crane in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't feel like it, there's much going on in that department. I would say I'm going to give it a nine. A nine. I'll give it a five. Five. Um, I'll give it a four. Give it an average of six. <laughs> <laughs> Tan is from our Raiders of the Lost episode. Raiders of the Lost Ark episode with Ryan Singer. Okay, here we go. Lovers turned friends. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Lovers turned friends. 
Yeah, I mean, I think well, if you take the movie as that. a whole, you've got Sarah Jessica Parker and Dermot Mulroney. Like, they yeah. obviously are turned. What lovers turn in-laws, and what is an in-law if not a friend? Wow. Okay, yeah. you've been very you've fortunate a, well, in your fam- who your family is married. <laughs> you hate your in-laws, John? <laughs> this is a reveal. Oh. <laughs> and they don't then listen to this I, podcast. I guess with Rachel McAdams, she was dating that guy, then they became friends, then they date again. At the again. end, she's wearing the ring, the, mother, the mother's ring. Oh my God, I don't yeah. know if I got that. I only got that again. from IMDb, tri- IMDb trivia. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's good trivia. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I think the main one is, the, the main plot of the movie is that lovers become friends, essentially. Right. Also, did you think when, like, Claire Danes and, uh, what's his face, Dermot met, like, the way they, like, exchanged glance, it felt like, did they know each other before? I felt like there that was, That like, is what something. Mike asked, and I was like, no, he saw one picture of her. <laughs> Shut up. That's right. <laughs> I watch but... your Avengers movies. <laughs> Give me this. <laughs> but, um, but there was a vibe, but I think it was really him, like, immediately having love at first like like oh here's this is what it feels like to be horny yeah (laughs) their days must be bad at must take bad photographs if like he saw a picture of her and then was just like oh like the first time he sees. yeah but she (laughs) does look stunning in she's stunning in this i don't know if she's ever been i've never seen romeo and juliet maybe she's more stunning in that but she's probably a child in that she's very young in that yeah gorgeous um, so what do you want to give this for lovers turns friends? This is one of the few times this category has ever come up. <laughs> I'm giving it 85. 85. Uh, I'm going to give it a 62 because it's only one of the threads. But yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not the entire plot of the movie. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'll give it an 85 because I feel like that is kind of like the arc of the relationship in the end. Yeah. And it's Even unexpected. It, it's unexpected. And relieved. I was so happy with how it all ended up. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. thank God. Give this family something. They need something now. <laughs> More than just the, in- the gay biracial uh, couple. <laughs> 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 all right, next wheel category. Lover's Turned Friend is from our Beaches episode. Ooh, Spank Bank Deposits. <laughs> so when you're watching this movie, is there anything you're going to like, ah, oh, I'm saving this that for later? Spank Bank. I mean, look, yeah, I love the sweatpants by the car, but am I going to think about that later? Probably not. I mean, it's a good moment. Yeah, are you going to think about Luke Wilson's patchy chest hair? Uh, Yeah, no. I think this movie is kind of horny. Like, I think that they're, because it's like just hot couples, you know, in a family, um, and everyone is attractive. So I feel like... The, the vibe of the movie is a little spank banky to me because it's so, it's just like, it's a feel good movie. The family bone. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give it a 60. Nine. 60. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what? That's oh. disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I think it's ribald. <laughs> <laughs> uh i think uh, it all the all the spank bag it's just even though dermot mulrooney looks i feel like i always have to be very aware when i say his name like you have to like think about every part of it um yeah i, <laughs> I think even though he does look good i think it's all luke wilson so i'll give it a i'll give it a 35 
35 wow real devastating to those luke wilson fans <laughs> i don't know i think we got the sweatpants i think that's pretty i mean there's a whole porn site called guys and sweatpants.com did it birth Ooh. this perhaps um so i think it's pretty high and also i don't know i'm gonna give it a 70 i mean there's more than we normally get in these movies that's true. Uh, giving me an average of 58. All right, Lauren, the time has come for you to add a category. Okay, okay. Well, I'm kind of like going between types of categories. Do you have any advice? Something fun. You can, <laughs> we can workshop it. It's not like as soon as you open yeah. your mouth. It's okay. Like, it's not like an improv okay, show. Yeah. The first suggestion is what we have to go <laughs> nope, with. Nope, that's it. <laughs> she okay. said, um. <laughs> so like, I, okay, I have a couple ideas. One is like um, longing um, glances. Yes. Okay. Like and that. then, um, well, I guess footwork kind of covers dancing, but I was thinking about dancing. And then I was thinking about um, uh, dominant and submissives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would be your examples of Dumb this movie sub. for that? Like power play, like the kind of changing dynamics between relationships and like, you know where you think someone's in charge, but then they're not really, or that kind dom, of thing. Dom, sub, power. I like dom, sub, power. But we did literally just talk about that in our Die Hard episode. And mm. how, like, the villain and Bruce Willis have this, like, kind of sexually charged right. dom, sub relationship. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like it's, like, really apparent here, but it is. it did come to mind. I but I also right. do feel like, the, I feel like there are a lot of shifting dynamics with, like, who... I think there's definitely control. that, but I don't feel like... To me, that cat, what I thought initially when you said the category is like within a relationship, that person was dominant, now they're submissive or something like that, as mm -hmm. opposed to like, oh, now I'm dating the other brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so can we title it something else? Like, sure. Um, we can still title it that. Oh, yeah. well, I, okay, fine. Let's title it that. And you have to explain that to anyone. <laughs> Dom sub power plays. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Cool. So what would you give uh, the family stone in Dom sub power? <laughs> well, I do feel like there's a lot of shifting dynamics because I feel like at first you think, okay, the moms really like land on the law and everyone listens to what she thinks. And then Sarah Jessica Parker, everyone hates her, but then she kind of wins everyone over. And there's like kind of this. And isn't like, don't you think her attraction to Luke Wilson is that he just kind of does take charge and like he tells her you're fine. I don't care about your bullshit. Don't worry. You know, whereas like, her and Dermot Mulroney were trying to be like peers in a way. They, they were more like allies and like that. Yeah. There's no, there's no, con there's mm -hmm. no charge there. There's no tension. Yeah. I do feel like the, her crossover from one brother to the other is like all about power. Shifting. Yeah. And she, she wants, wants someone to take control. To be, yeah. She likes that. <laughs> um, she likes that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. Step on my face. Everyone on the <laughs> You see on Twitter, everyone's saying step on my neck. What is yes. this about? <laughs> <laughs> How does everyone feel about fleets? I'm not into it. No. I know. No one wants fleets. You can't um, even like adjust the size of the text, I realized. It's a mess. Too many circles. And every fleet I'm looking at is just about how everyone hates fleets. And suddenly that's all I'm thinking about all day. <laughs> oh, <Hi>. no. <laughs> it's the most pressing issue of the day. I never look away from Twitter, so this is my problem. No, why would you? Um, <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna give this like a like a, a sixty-two. Sixty-two. I think there's some fun shifts. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I still think there's not a lot of like within a relationship that changing, but I'll give it a fifty. Fifty. I guess there's like within a person it changes, hmm. like the individual. 
I and I will. Um, <laughs> but but okay. doesn't that need two people? Like if you're talking about a relationship. It's just a Dom sub power play. I don't know. We've seen the contrast. We're seeing two different ones that contrasted, I guess. So it is revealed to be in the movie. So I'll give it a 62 percentage worth, giving it an average of 58. Great. All right. Okay. Now we are into the bonus categories. So all these categories are just bonus. So like if it doesn't do well, it doesn't penalize the movie. And it's just going to be from zero to 10%. And so that'll just be like the bonus points that it gets. Okay. All right. So the first one on a scale of zero to 10%, what would you give the family stone in makeover montage? Wow. It really doesn't really do that. I guess you have Sarah Jessica Parker changing from being uptight to wearing a tight long sleeve shirt and showing her midriff a little bit. (laughs) That's true. Pretty Um, racy. She -hmm. seems a little more casual in a way that we hadn't seen her with her hair down, not in a bun. There's not like a fun like montage where like you see her become like punk rock or something. No, (laughs) it's all just kind of it's one year later, which isn't really a fun montage. Um, (laughs) That's a very slow montage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a slow change. I would say this movie is um, 2%. Two. Um, I feel like there really isn't one. There's not even like a making over the, like decorating the tree or anything like that. Uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a one. A one. I'll give it a, you know, I'll give it a two because there's a montage when they're all listening to Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Do you agree that it's really sad when they can't find the stockings at the end because the mom's dead? She... <laughs> She she yeah, took them with that her. That is sad. She was buried with them on her hands and feet. She loved Christmas. <laughs> Would that be funny things you do on Christmas Day? Put the stockings on your feet. Can you imagine the family reaction? It'd be wild. They would lose their minds. Um, got an average of 1.67 in makeover montage. All right, the next one. Cheerworthy cameos. Cheer- any- I would say Judy Garland. <laughs> I'd say Judy Garland. I, I mean, feel, are we cheering yeah. in that moment, though? <laughs> I was like, I, I, like always, Judy, I always cheer when Judy's when Judy makes an appearance. It feels like everyone is special, but they're not cameos. They're all like mains. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Judy's really the only cameo. I I I'll, I guess I'll give that a five percent. Five. I'll give it a. I'll give it a four. Four. Um, I'll give it a four because they also do mention Billy Don't Be a Hero, which is a fun <laughs> crap that song. Is a fun song. Um, I had never heard of that. It's from the 70s. You got to watch Poltergeist. You got to <laughs> watch Ruby and St. Louis. You got to listen to Billy Don't Be a Hero. In that, that order. I think that song tonight. does appear in Priscilla. So maybe. What's Priscilla? Too. Priscilla, oh Queen of the Desert. Oh my God, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I feel like I know a lot of stuff, but not tonight. <laughs> well, feelings aren't facts. <laughs> All right, our next category, Pool Trouble. Pool Trouble? Yeah. Pool Trouble. This came from our Gremlins episode. Oh, zero. <laughs> zero. Yeah, there's no, um, there's no pool. There's no pool? There's the no Strata trouble? is the closest we get. <laughs> there is like a pool of egg white, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it, got, it gets a zero. Tying it with Pieces of April. Wow. Wow. All right, next category, Witches. How witchy is the Family Stone? I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker was in Hocus Pocus, and she has go. witch vibes when she's being a bitch. <laughs> so true, I guess true. I'm going to give it two. But there's also, I would say Sybil kind of has like Glenda the good or kind of the bittersweet 
Yeah. Which she does, especially when she's in her like full Christmas form with like the what <laughs> collar <laughs> and like the 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 big skirt and all. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. The hair is very like she has like a she's the matriarch. I feel like that's more angelic than witchy. Well, like a glint at a good witch to me. It's like a good witch, I you see. know. Okay. Um, you're giving it a four, Lauren. Yeah. I'll give it a I'll give it a <laughs> two point five. 2.5. Uh, I'll give it a three. Giving it a 3.17. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Oh, well, I don't know if either of those They are not. Are I did the oh. research. Devastating. Bummer. I know. It's so, it's, it, it, you so rarely score well in this category. Our current, yeah. Of the last uh, 15 movies, the highest scoring was 6%, and that was Die Hard. Because <laughs> there's kissing man at party. There's one man, one extra. <laughs> kissing man at party. You found out he was gay. Well, he posted a meme that says like the only problem with I'm not gay enough. It was like some dumb meme yeah. about along those lines. <laughs> That's hilarious. So we penalized him for not being gay enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I give it a zero, I guess. A zero. Yeah, zero. Zero. You know, if they made it today, that would yeah not mm-hmm. be this. All right, you're going to make up a lot of points here. Themes of mothers. <gasps> ten, 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 <laughs> ten. Tens across the board. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's all about the mother in a way. I'm going to give it yeah. a nine just because it, it, a ten would be if there was a scene where they like confronted her about like how she failed as a mother and then she revealed how she was dying of cancer. That's terrible. That would be a ten. But what that would be a, ten. How, but a nine is still very good. Everett is going to buy that ring and then his brother's like, don't do it. And he's like, is this about mom? And he's like, of course it's about mom. And it's like, yeah. he's getting engaged because of the mom. Like everything is because of the mom. She is the hub of that family. Mm-hmm. All um, right, I'll give it a 9.5. Wow. <laughs> I won uh, that Thank one. you for not penalizing <laughs> for an imaginary scene be- not being in it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll give it a, I'm giving it a 10. I think this is all about, all about the mother. Um, giving it a 9.83, which is higher than The Shining. Okay, which only right. has a 7.33. Mm-hmm. All right, next category dramatic smoking. Is there any? There's steam, but the, I think the there's the, the bleacher anything? scene because they finish smoking oh, and then he true. says, yeah. It's not good, is it? Yeah. But even like and that smoking isn't particularly dramatic. You know what I mean? Like, especially because you almost miss it if you look away for a second. Yeah, does does anyone smoke a cigarette in this? No. 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 <laughs> Not even the baby. When they put up that little girl, like we caught her smoking cigarettes in the back or something. Because no one's paying attention to her because they're all <laughs> yes. dumping eggs on each other. Yeah, what does she do all day for fun? Jesus Christ. I imagined her actually during the big dinner scene. I was like, so where's the little kid? And I was like, she's watching TV. Like I made up like a whole thing. <laughs> watching Rugrats. <laughs> Um, cutting herself <laughs> i would say this gets a this gets a three a three i'll give it a two for that scene two i'll give it a one because i barely even notice um giving an average of two all right finally this is the last of the bonus categories quips how quippy is the family stone the family cool. stone i think fairly quippy i feel like especially we got luke wilson he's all quippy He's, I guess they let you know they let him improvise during that charade scene. Oh, really? Did they? Wow. He brings a fun rough around the edges. He, he I does. Like, I yeah. like him. I liked when he gave, gave her a noogie. I was like, this is fun. 
<laughs> he uh, does have that family. cool uncle. He does have like fun uncle energy. Yeah. And like when he told the, the niece to like go get the piece of paper. And then he like, <laughs> he's like, go get that. Bring it over here. Okay. I like that he improvised that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I liked what you said. Uh, they hate me. Yes, I mean myself to the phone. That was funny. <laughs> that was good. There's a lot of quips. There's a lot of quips. I'm gonna give this movie an um, an eight. It's not. It's not like quippy in a way that annoys me. It feels real. Oh. Like. What's like one that annoys you? Like if it's too much. Well, sometimes it's like if the kids are being very quippy. Or I hate like, precocious children. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like this. No one's ever said something like this. But this feels like this family could really be like this. Like a kid feels like a 40 year old screenwriter. Right? Yes. From the Everyone Catskills. Sheldon. Yeah. yeah. Kids are stupid. Just let them be stupid in movies. For sure. Let them walk in and like fart and leave. It's like that's so <laughs> yeah. much more real. Yeah. They just want to talk about their ninjagos. That's all kids <laughs> want to do. You're so in touch yeah, with the youth want, culture, Mark. I want a kid to walk in and be like, "Do you? I got. Um, did you see? I had like a thing. I, I got home. Anyway, um, I got to pee." We're like, talking about grandmother's cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. John, what are you going to give this for quick? Uh, I think it's not a very quippy movie. I think it's much more like naturalistic. I'm going to go, I'm going to give it a two for quips. Like, there's no wow. like big iconic line that I feel like, oh, that's something I that's wish true. I could say. There's yeah. that one where she says, um, I'm not good enough for you people. And like, she like, Danky says, He's we're like, all we have. Not yeah, really funny. Like, I'm as good as you are. And she's well, like, a you're <laughs> No, yeah, it's just it's not sweet. Oscar Wilde didn't take a pass at the script. I'm He's going, long dead, John. I'm no. I'm going down to five. I can't be five. So <laughs> Given a five, John gave it two. I'm giving it a four. Giving an average of three point six seven. All right, now we are into the iconic categories. There are three of these. So we're back to zero to 100, and these are more sort of like broader <laughs> categories. Okay. You'll figure it out. Do these count? Yes. These count okay. yeah, the most. <laughs> these are just fun for us. These have nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deleting these scores. I was told bonus was not really important by you. It's not Mark, really. So. It's just extra. This one. Uh, <laughs> all right. The first one on a scale of zero to 100. How would you rate the family stone on homoeroticism? Uh, not much. I mean, well, even I, the gay couple barely like they have like an arm around the shoulder. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, could be think, friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice because they adopt a child. It's not erotic. Um. <laughs> we, we want to see how the child was made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by somebody. Let me just see what's going on. Um, Who's toting I, that egg? <laughs> you I heard that on a nineteen day. Yeah, you're gonna tote it. I've never heard. That. I need I was, you to tote it. <laughs> It's like, is this a common term? No, and she has, it's so insane. This is this woman, Angela, who's like in her 50s and wants to have a baby with her 30-year-old boyfriend from Africa. And she get what she goes to the doctor and finds out she has one egg and then she's trying to get her daughter to tote the egg i'm like the idea and she also is like a walking cigarette and you're just like <laughs> yeah. the idea that the one egg you have this month is going to turn out to be i mean it's just like it's she doesn't understand biology it just stressed me out <laughs> no <laughs> but i've never forgotten tote it who's gonna tote it I want you who's to gonna, tote and her daughter's name is skyla actually spelled <laughs> yeah. that way it's like skylar but spelled with an a at the end and she's like, Skyla, you gotta tote my egg. And she's like, no, I already told you I'm not gonna tote it. You know it's rough when Skyla's the voice of reason. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what do you want to give this for homoeroticism? 
I mean, out of a hundred, I'm going to say 15. 15. Because you think they probably do hook up. <laughs> yeah, at some point they've they probably been intimate. Do, yeah. <laughs> they've touched penises to each other. <laughs> they've docked, definitely. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a. I'll give it an eight. An eight. Um, I'll give it twenty-five. But the sweatpants doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Giving an average of sixteen. All right. Next in the iconic category, over-the-top wardrobe. There's not too much. I mean, I guess Diane Keaton's like Christmas looks are pretty like crazy. But they're really classic at the same time. I know. Yeah. It's like it's very catalog. Like that's what yeah. you. Would, that's what I see in the Talbot's like store window. Right. Yes. Well, she probably was like, "This is my last Christmas. I have to wear all of these items. I have to wear everything at once." <laughs> that's sad. Um. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of over the top. I'm gonna go with. 15 again 15 yeah i'm gonna go 15 as well 15 i'm gonna complete this pattern and do 15 give me an average of 15 tying it with the shining okay. <laughs> okay all right finally of the iconic categories camp factor how campy is the family stone i don't feel like it really is it's not real it's pretty drama mostly yeah. like even the comedy is pretty like slice of life. Like they're kind of funny, yeah. except for like the physical bits. The fall is a bit over the top, um, but yeah, and the, yeah, I mean, I guess sliding around the, but it doesn't feel campy yeah. to me. Getting the ring caught on the wrong hand was sort of campy. That's an exciting part. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> weird that like when the young daughter put it on, it fit her hand as perfectly as anyone else, and it was like that. I think her I hand would be smaller. That. Maybe yeah. it's like a Lord of the Rings thing, you know, kind of like shapes. To like <laughs> it's like, but it goes like choke the person who's wearing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I unfortunately get that reference now. Unfortunately or <laughs> fortunately. Unfortunately. Classic text. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give it a low campiness score. I'm going to go with, with 11. 11. Yeah, I'll go 10. 10. All right. Here's a quick list of campy things I noticed. Um, the nerve to have your movie reference Sly and the Family Stone and being the whitest movie ever. A department store at Christmas <laughs> is a department store's final form. Anytime Diane Keaton is delighted. IMAX. How does anyone get a word in this family? A racially charged game of charades. Plaintively staring out the kitchen window first thing in the morning. A desk overflowing with papers. Mom's favorite mug. Uh, the Stones really like hitting tables. Being so flustered that you forget how to drive. Sarah Jessica Parker having to play a character who's uncomfortable around gay people. An impassioned monologue about totem pole raising. Who in their right mind would take out two big dishes from the fridge at the same time? Reusing a clock radio box to wrap a present. And finally, this movie takes us back to a simpler time when being a bigot wasn't a deal breaker. Wow. Um, I really, I really appreciated that a department store's final form is Christmas time. That does feel true. <laughs> it's all stripped down until until then, and then it looks like nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You also true. actually, you did remind me. I thought it was really weird that Diane uh, Keaton's desk was in the kitchen. I've yeah. seen that though. I've been in houses where like that mom's home office is in the kitchen. Is literally in the kitchen. That's a big kitchen though. I kind of that's a big that. house. That's true. She had a lot of options. It could have been anywhere. Well, maybe, maybe she's like, like the kids are coming home. I got to move the desk into the kitchen. 
I guess you're right. That makes sense. <laughs> it was in Dermot's room. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wouldn't hate having my office in the kitchen. You're close to snacks, close to coffee. <laughs> it's so much see, it's like you're in a writer's room. Yeah. You see with the mailman showing up. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this a 20 in camp, giving an average of 13.67. All right, which is the lowest we've had in the last, like, 50 movies. Well, wow. that's what you get for killing Diane Keaton. Mm. Yep. All right. Finally, these are the last two categories. These are the crown jewels categories. Okay. So these are categories we all agree on. So it's not, we don't give a score. We all say, yes, it gets it, or no, it doesn't. And sort of okay. it's all or nothing for these categories. Great. All right. The first one, a 15% bonus if this movie has a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Do we think it gets that? I, I think do. we can. I think so. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not like a great, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really go into it, but they're like, they're, I mean, they are the most normal, uh, uh, you know, spe- kid and for better or for worse, of the whole, of the whole family. Yeah. And the family, the parents are very um, loving and protective of them and it feels positive. It's like when Sarah Jessica Parker asked the wrong question, everyone's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. I didn't even think like she was, she was probably, I didn't even think she was necessarily like homophobe, but just necessarily like she had never thought about this out loud before. Yeah, yeah that's what I it did, seems like. I didn't yeah. give her a chance with that. I was like, you could answer that question and not make her feel like she's the biggest piece of shit in the right. world. Right, and then but like yeah. Dermot Mulroney leaves her out to dry. I know, that was that, Yeah, that was pretty bad. I guess she said, like, when they were filming that in the EW oral history, okay. she, said all, she said it was really hard because all the actors, like, were not making eye contact. I actually her. wondered about it. I, I was going to look up some trivia on this and see if people were mean to her during the shooting because I felt like she was so cold that it would be weird to, like, bond with everyone and then be, like, turning on the ice. She said um, mm. everyone was cool, but, like, Diane Keaton would was great, but she would have headphones on the entire time until right about they said action. Whoa. So she was like listening. She was just listening to like music to get her in like the zone. I like that. Intense. (laughs) You're going to do that next time you make a movie? Yeah. It's like, I I can't justify that at all. But I feel like for her, she's been doing this forever. It's like, you might also just not want to make small talk between every take. You're like, yeah. Let her listen to Linda Ronson. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I really need to finish this book. Um. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Listening to an Andy Cohen book. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Finally, negative 50% points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not it's the not. movie Boat Trip, so it will not be penalized 50% okay. of its points. That's wonderful. Let me enter that. All, All righty. So we are, the, that, is, that is the end of our categories, Lauren. How do you think you did? <sighs> Now I that think we've I did it really well. Yeah, I think you did a great job. How well do you think the movie did? <laughs> um, I think it did. I think it did okay. I feel like it ranked higher than a lot of things, but I don't really know where that falls in your whole grand scheme of things. So it's hard to say, but I feel like it's pretty solid. Do you well, think you beat Gremlins? I do. I have to. I have to assume we beat Gremlins with this film. But I just rewatched Gremlins. I mean, yeah, I'm going to say we beat it. Okay. Well, let me tell you, out of a total (laughs) possible 2,226.60 points, the Family Stone has scored 1,145.27 points, giving it a percentage of 51.44, making it the 44th 
gayest movie ever. So in terms of Christmas movies, it's not as gay as Gremlins, but wow. it's gayer than Scrooged. Gremlins has a 56.20. Wow. Okay. I think the lack of camp really uh yeah. Yeah. really hurt this I mean, movie. Yeah, you have full on gremlins and like that are personalities each in their own. I mean You that, know, if that, mom was mm. getting killed by gremlins the next year, if that was like the plot of the <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel pretty good about that. I think you, you know. should. Yeah. <laughs> it is a pretty also it's one of the the last movie. It's only one of two movies, this and Fried Green Tomatoes, are the only two to get the 15% bonus in like the last 15 movies we've done. Wow. So kudos, a little uh, gold star for the day. <laughs> Good job to the writer of the film. Good job, <laughs> and sir. Director. And director. Editor, eat shit. Um, <laughs> it's a different person. Well, Lauren, that's it. Thank you so Thank much you for so much coming for on. This, bringing this in was a, fun a blast. Movie. I had a great time. Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Oh, you know, I do live shows um, with Dynasty Typewriter online once or twice a month. So um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can find out when those are. And yeah, watch a show. It's like five bucks you can watch from home and it's fun. And everyone's safe. Awesome. And everyone's safe and it's something mm-hmm. to do, you know? Oh, I love buying tickets for things nowadays. It's such a rare treat. <laughs> so quaint. I know. It's, it's like an act- and having an activity on your calendar. <laughs> Imagine looking forward to something. Can I happen. can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. You're terrific. Thank you. And we'll be, we'll right, be right back. We're back. Ah, you said what that was delight. fun. That was very Is fun. Your, so your family breaks out into song at Christmas, <laughs> yes. as we've established on the, on the Patreon. Patreon. Yes. Very Brady Christmas episode. Is your family like chaotic? Like, Is everyone just always constantly shouting? Uh, no, I'd say we're pretty, I mean, like we get loud, but we're not shouting. Like we're not like fighting with each other, but there is a way. Gossipy? Uh, yes and no, not really. I remember one time, I think we're, we also like very much go on when there's like a, a, like a guest, like we're all like, we all get very like performative and like big and loud and like people have, and it was, we all noticed at one time, people expected like we're coming to the show, we need to see a show. Um, (laughs) I remember one time, like, I think a, a girl my brother was dating had come to visit and she was very lovely and we all had a fun time and then she left and then like my brother and my sister and I were all just like, <sighs> like as if we were exhausted, like we just put on a show for someone. Oh no. It was because um, it you weren't bad. into her? No, no, no. We thought she, no, she was delightful, oh. but it was just like, oh, we've got to give you a 10. You know what I mean? I suppose you could just right. be yourself. <laughs> sure. But you know, it was the first time you're meeting someone, you want to put on a good, you want to put on a good show. That's all it is. I wanted to ask you, John, because we asked Lauren this. What mm-hmm. are your, like, do you have holiday viewing, like, habits? Uh, my one habit that I have done every year for a long time is I watched the South Park holiday special. The, it was from the third season. The, the one first thing? Just, oh, that one. The, 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 yeah, not, I sometimes will watch the Mr. Hanky. I do that as I write out my Christmas cards. That's cute. It's sort of fun. It's like a fun little thing that's like, okay, this is, these are the holidays. We're doing it. You always do have a great Christmas letter. Well, thank you. I, I, put some, I, I try to put some effort into it. How it's about you? Like do you a, have any? No. 
because <laughs> I get like <laughs> bored with like I like watching some things over and over but like Christmas movies like I was really that's why I was like oh I haven't seen like a family stone really so it was nice right. to see something I hadn't really I like so I'm like sick of elf <laughs> I'm sick of a Christmas story <laughs> I've seen it right 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 you know how about like a Christmas carol like that's that classic story but there's like so many different versions of it is that you know one? one I l- watched last year that I really liked that I hadn't seen before was the Mickey's Christmas carol Oh, that is a fun one. That is a good one. Because it's one of the few things where, like, it's all the classic Disney characters, but they're playing characters. Like, it's not Mickey Mouse. It's right, uh, they're Bob active. Cratchit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's it's, why it's, it's nice for them to stretch themselves as performers. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's a f- like, why aren't they doing that with the Muppets? Like, doing, like, a gothic they did do that. Frankens- There's a Muppet doing Christmas it, like- Carol. It's a- and it's exactly that. I mean, now. Like, why aren't they doing that with other stories beyond, like, Christmas Carol? You know what I mean? Classic, like, doing, like, Journey to the Center of the Earth with the Muppets or something. I mean, this is a crazy a great pitch. reboot. No, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> when I was in high school, every time we did a show, we would always cast it with the Muppets. So it was like Grease oh. with the Muppets or something like that. That's always a fun game to play. <laughs> sure. I mean, Who yeah, because Rizzo's Rizzo. <laughs> Rizzo the rat, yes, in a wig was Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure Miss Piggy was Rizzo. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Who was Sandy? I mean, there's... We're, it was either Peggy Janice? Sue, the other... No, Janice was, I think, Oh, Frenchy. the nice... The nice pig, or it might have been Camilla the chicken. You got to go with Camilla the chicken. Yeah. She's Everyone lusting over a chicken that just balk, balk, box. <laughs> right. And then when she has the makeover and she's in that tight leather outfit at the end. Yeah. A duet where this the other half is just a chicken balking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just her pecking at the end of Hopelessly Devoted to You, just pecking the picture in the water. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Oh, we're doing that. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Well... Uh, well, yeah, let us know if you have any fun Christmas things you want to share with us. You can email us at two old queens. That's T-W-O old queens at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, T-W-O old queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. We also have uh, merch. If you go to Public and search two old queens, you can find a lot of fun, uh, all kinds of knickknacks and delightful things you can get as gifts for yourself or for loved ones for the holidays. And we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash two old queens. A whole new episode every Monday. All righty. Goodbye. now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.